Thank you for listening to the Matt's Movie Reviews podcast, available on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. Also, please follow Matt's Movie Reviews on Facebook, YouTube, Parlor, and Instagram. And of course, be sure to visit www.mattsmoviereviews.net for the latest reviews, top 10 lists, and more. Now, on to the show. Happy homecoming to our Kappa newbies! Boys, it's real simple. Top comment. An exclamation point. Tag the hose to protect the bros! Something's happened with you, brother. We just found him at his fraternity. We have one victim and are still looking for a suspect. Please call us if you have any information. We've had issues of cyberbullying on campus. What do they post? An exclamation point. No, someone's in here. Hello and welcome to the Matt's Movie Reviews Podcast. I am your host, Matthew Perkovich, and this is episode number 344. Releasing in the US on May 7 in theaters, on demand and digital is Initiation, a horror slasher that takes place at a university where a masked murderer embarks on a killing spree amidst a sexual abuse scandal that threatens to bring the university down. A topical and terrifying horror feature, Initiation is sure to revolutionize the slasher subgenre. And I'm happy to say joining me now on a podcast is a writer and director of Initiation, John Barreto. John, I thank you very much for your time today. Oh, well, thank you for having me. It's very exciting. So right after I watched Initiation, I watched a short film that you did beforehand, uh, Dembanger. Um, and it's really interesting. That film really did focus on the dangers of social media, which is something that Initiation does as well. But Initiation really does widen the net to also talk about the sexual uh, assault crisis on um, college campuses. So when you're fleshing out your story and your screenplay for initiation, how did that topic kind of creep in there and become kind of such a vital part of this story? Yeah, so, uh, you know, you watch the short and that the goal of that short was to create a call to action. And so we had a test audience for that class and the test audience, like 90% of them went online and changed their Facebook profile settings after watching Dembanger. And so I knew that social media was important and I knew that I had a good way to incorporate it within a, the horror space because Dembanger is essentially the first scene to scream with a guy on Facebook. So mm. I, you know, when you're making a short film, you can only encompass so much to get the message across. You don't want to fill it with too much. The college environment, I grew up in Norman, Oklahoma, which is uh, home of the Sooners, a huge football team. And um, I went to UCLA for my undergraduate degree and then USC for my grad degree. And Brian went to UCLA, Lindsay went to UCLA, both of them did, and then Brian went to USC with me. So all of us as writers knew col the college world very, very well. And all of us had been a part of the conversations that have in this that happen in this movie. And we, you know, we knew that it was something that we all knew, and we it was an issue that we all felt very strongly about. And I am a huge, obviously a huge horror fan. And 
I just, you know, couldn't help but think like what better um, genre than the slasher genre to get across, you know, college campus issues of sexual assault because the slasher genre is inherently a misogynistic kind of genre mm. and, you know, toxic masculine culture is deeply embedded in college. And I believe that if you're able to take uh, stereotypes of a genre or something that we know so well and flip it to push the themes of your subject matter, you can really create a, po a poignant story uh, that, you know, can create an homage or call back to the, the, you know, movies we love so well. We've mentioned the word slasher numerous times. Now, Initiation is a slasher film, but it's different to the others. That's why I said in my intro that I believe it's truly going to revolutionize the way people look at this subgenre of film. And I know you are a huge fan of Scream. And as everyone knows in Scream, the talk in that film is always about the rules of the game, the rules of the genre. And Initiation is often in defiance of those rules. And I'm just curious, philosophically speaking, what did you not want to do with initiation in regards to what other slasher films do? Well, that's a really good question. I would say at the very beginning stage of the script, we tried to recreate what Scream did with the opening scene. We tried to, to have like an opening death with like a character everybody loved. And over time, we just realized we couldn't do that. Hmm. And so because after learning that, um, uh, and the other, the, the Me Too movement happened while we were writing our script. You're right. And so there were a lot of, of sort of juggling events, if you would, and things that were, you know, as we wrote the script and it evolved. And I would say that the most, the, the question I kept in the back of my mind to uh, address the sort of the characters being above the rules, if you would, was what's realistic. Hmm. We'd ask ourselves that and, you know, what's real? What would somebody really do in this scenario? If you were really in, because that's what horror movies do to the audience. They put you in the position of saying, what would you do in this scenario? Which is what's so unique about the genre compared to a lot of others. And that's why slasher is even more unique because, you know, horror ghost stories and everything, not many of us have had those types of realistic ghost experiences but we all are afraid of having those serial killer, killer with a knife chasing us experiences. Mm -hmm. So that was the most important thing was don't listen to the rules, create your own rules of reality. Because if you're dealing with a social issue like sexual assault, you need to make sure that is as real as possible if you want that message to have an impact on people. Another thing I love about initiation is that it does such a great time in kind of like in establishing the stakes at play and it does that really by patience it establishes the characters early in the film and you don't really see, you know, traditionally, like you said, a lot of the films, slasher films start off with a death or a murder or something to kind of set the tone for that kind of film. Your film is different. And I love that about certain horror films do do that. People forget my favorite horror movie of all time is the exorcist and mm -hmm. things that actually start, start happening in that film until like an hour in because those characters have been established similar to your film. There was a pushback yeah. against that creative wise. I mean, expectations are for like with your favorite movie scream for that you know thing to happen at the start of the film you take your time yeah. with it do people kind of push back against that and did you really have to stand your ground to make sure that you know your film is different in that regard absolutely we got pushed back from that from the very beginning from the investment stage um it was a challenge and i stood my ground Lindsay stood her ground brian stood his ground 
the the one thing that we did do um you know because the, yeah that was a challenge that we had from investment all the way up until really selling the movie was that it was it was a very unique take on the slasher genre and a lot of people you know even our sales agents you know some feedback that we got was like it's a great movie but they just didn't know how to position it as a slasher because of that and so I, I, we knew that, and we knew that that was going to be a challenge that we were going to face in the script, you know, script stage, but we stuck to, you know, we, we, we stuck to the characters because ultimately the way I see it is unless like, I didn't want to repeat what Scream did and yeah. I wanted to create something new. And I, I uh, felt like uh, audiences nowadays are so much more evolved than they were when the slasher genre was at its last peak. And so how can we take how an audience has evolved and how they identify with characters and use that within the space, the, the horror space and story. And the perfect movie that I think set a great precedence for that was also Get Out. Mm -hmm. Get Out, you really invest in the characters. You're given a, a few little clues over time, but like the true horror doesn't start until midway through the film. And that movie was so very successful, not just in how it, used horror but how it used horror to get a social issue across and that was a huge inspiration for us um just seeing see like because we when we saw that movie we we're like oh my gosh they did it too so we were on to something we know that we're doing it right it was if anything it was a it gave us more confidence to continue going forward and not adding unnecessary deaths at the beginning because we also showed the evolution of a killer and who the killer is. And we, the biggest challenge of every slasher writer they're gonna find is at the very end of the movie, when you have your Scooby-Doo moment, mm -hmm. you don't want to hear the killer talk about why they did everything. What real killer does that unless they're in an interrogation room facing you know, the justice system? Right. And so I, I felt like because we were able to give the audience little, little pellets and little vignette moments of these characters' lives that were very specific be, you know, if we're able to show very specific things, then whenever that Scooby-Doo moment happens, all of that talk, the audience already gets. They, we don't need to hear the killer say why he did anything or why she did anything. It's all, you know, said and done because of what the audience already knows. You were working off a, I believe it was a 100 page script, shot it in 16 days. What steps yeah. do you take to really make an efficient shoot? Do you storyboard? Do you rehearse? What kind of process do you like to do? I, uh, I mean, all the above, uh, you, there's never enough time or money with a movie set. And uh, well, yeah, d d that's a saying that they'll say, there's never enough time. But uh, I felt we had enough time to do it the right way if we were prepared. And so my DP and I, uh, John Pope, he, he actually DP'd the short film as well. And that was the first project we worked on together at USC. So it was very special, you know, this crew was not just the writers, but the crew and the cast that were already attached were part of this project from the beginning. Yeah. And so Pope and I are very specific with how we like to work together. And we, we are very, very detailed with our prep. So we spent a couple of all-nighters just going through page by page. And what he would do is he'd overhead and I'd shot list. And then we did that probably like two to three weeks before production. And over the next week or two, I spent all of my time, if I wasn't doing something else, drawing storyboards. I've always been able to draw since I was a kid. And it's, 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 a, it's a gift that was given to me that my parents encouraged. And I feel like if I 
want to be fully prepared for any project that I direct or shoot, I have to have a storyboard. And it's not necessarily like, oh, this is the shot. It has to be this. It's a game plan. It's a, it's a map for us. And I storyboarded every shot and I live in a, a loft in downtown Los Angeles. And it was so cool because I printed them all out and I put them up and, uh, you know, in this sort of corner wall. So I was surrounded uh, by the storyboards and I, I had a really unique opportunity to not to, to see the whole movie, you know, as like a mosaic in a way. It was really cool. It is really cool. Um, I'm curious, you know, since we are talking horror films, slasher films in particular, what are the chances of sequel potential to this movie? Well, Sto- well, at least at least story-wise, let's just say story-wise. Story we don't know because it's a movie; it's not out yet. But story-wise, yeah. there has to be potential, right? Oh, absolutely. We 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 made this movie for the hope of a sequel. Um, we ended this movie to leave audiences wanting more. Um, you know, in terms of like what it's like to watch a horror movie, but also we we wanted to, as I said from the beginning, we wanted to do the characters and the real characters of this movie justice. And the truth is, is that if you experience like a night of horror, like you do in Scream or like you do in this movie, they always end, the pre- previous horror movies always end them in some way to where the cops know who the killer is. And because the killer said everything, they know who he is or she is. Like we wanted it to be as real as possible. And I go to a lot of um, um, anti uh, establishment protests across the country. We all have over the last few over the last few months, the last year. And if anything, you learn that, that families who are victims of the system, whether it's sexual assault, whether it's police brutality, whatever it is, they do not have answers for years. Hmm. They do not get answers. They are left in the dark. And a lot of times they don't get answers. And what was important was to be as honest to people who have experienced that kind of trauma you know, with these systems who watch this movie to say, oh my God, that's exactly what it was like. Well, I absolutely loved Initiation. For everyone out there listening, May 7 in theatres on demand and digital across the US, I highly recommend everyone check this movie out. Um, My favourite movie of the year so far. I was saying this to you, John, off the air, happy to say it on the air too. And I want everyone to check this movie out. Um, It's absolutely terrifying, topical, really well done. It was a surprise. It really was. And, you know, getting all the movies that I do every week, every month, every year, it's nice to come across a surprise. And John, I just want to say thank you for joining me on the podcast and congratulations for the movie. Thank you so much. This was very special. And, you know, the movie's coming out and it's always great to hear somebody, you know, say that the movie spoke to them and (laughs) to be on the, the list of a top movies of the year is just a dream. So thank you for that.